um, welcome to the second episode of Hooked on a Book, our new podcast. Um, I'm Edie. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Madhvi. I also use she, her pronouns. Um, and today we're just going to be chatting about our 2021 year in review for reading. Um, just our favorite books or least favorite books, random stats that we're interested in. Maybe you will be too. Um, yeah, I use... Uh, Goodreads and Storygraph and I have a reading journal because I'm like that. <laughs> um, I'll be looking at all of those probably. And then you use Goodreads? Um, yeah, I mostly use Goodreads. Like I imported my Goodreads to my Storygraph, but a bunch of books are missing, so it's not like accurate. Okay. It works, you know? It's fine. Yeah. So should we start with what we um what the top of our Goodreads challenges say, just to see what what's going on? So, all my info right here. <laughs> I've actually read 70 books, but it hasn't updated it yet. So, we're going to yeah. say 69, <laughs> I'm being. Um, and then, yeah, 22,000 pages. Almost 23,000 pages. That's so wild. That's a lot oh of pages. Yeah. So, I was just saying, like, this is so many books for me I normally read way less like last year I almost hit 50 and I was so excited because it was so many more than ever before and now I'm like so yeah kind of excited about that so impressive (laughs) it's kind of crazy like what did I do with my year that I (laughs) that I had time to read that many books um my shortest book was actually one of my favorites this year um, it was Felon Poems by Reginald Dwayne Betts. Um, only 85 pages, but it was a lot in the 85 pages that I read. Um, <laughs> I was probably like one of my top three of the year. It's a very good poem, a very good book of poems. And then my longest was almost 900 pages, The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. Also very good. But, like, not a favorite, I don't think. It had a lot of fluff in there. Not necessarily fluff, but, like, mm. a lot of bits that I didn't care about. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Have That's you read either so of them? Yeah, it was No, I have not. <laughs> yeah, it was just such a long book. I read it last January, so it was really early in the year that I read it. And I was just, yeah. like, it was a lot. But, yeah. I think you you told me about Fallon like while you were eating it and I was like yeah amazing yeah Yeah, I would definitely recommend it I read it at um like right when we got to school in August because I got it from um the bookstore right across the road from campus (laughs) (laughs) um yeah my average book length was 331 pages so (laughs) tells you that my 900 page book was out of the ordinary (laughs) Um, I feel like that's respectable though like it's not yeah yeah Yeah, it's true it's not like really really short it's sort of like a normal length I guess I don't know I feel like that's a good length for a book honestly because if it's a lot longer there's often like fluff but if it's shorter then it doesn't have enough I don't know yeah that's true yeah I'll be interested to see what yours is because I feel like (laughs) the comparison I think mine is shorter. <laughs> <laughs> My most popular was Pride and Prejudice, which I mean, like, it makes sense. It's Pride and Prejudice. Everybody's heard of Pride and Prejudice. Um, yeah. I also read that really early in the year, and I didn't have super strong opinions. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you, have you read Pride and Prejudice? No, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I honestly don't know that I'd recommend it it's I think a lot of people really love it so maybe but it's sort of a I don't know yeah it was, I don't I don't know I liked the movie a lot and I think maybe I was had high like high expectations because I liked the movie um mm-hmm. but I don't think it's really like my type of book maybe it didn't have like enough yeah. drama really like the drama wasn't interesting I guess <laughs> to me yeah um yeah. yeah my least read least popular book was a woman's education which is a memoir by the first woman president of smith college which isn't the college oh. that we go to but you know 
we go to for people watching who don't know we go to mount holyoke college which is a yeah it's a historically women's college nearby smith which is also a historically women's college so that's why i read the book (laughs) that's really cool though yeah i got it at um there's like a random like used bookstore that we went to at one point during a semester that was at it and i was like well i guess i'll read that um yeah yeah not necessarily a favorite of any kind I think I gave it like three stars three and a half stars something like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's okay yeah um it was interesting to sort of see the perspective of like administration in a school which is not a perspective I think about a lot I guess um my average rating was 3.8 which seems really high to me um but I think I'm just really like overly generous sometimes but also yeah. I, I like I don't finish books that I don't like so I often have a higher rating I think I think next year I probably won't do a rating system or won't do a rating system in the same way because I don't know how accurate it is but I always say that and I always do anyway so we'll see what happens <laughs> <laughs> would you uh, say that it was like a good year for you though like in terms of the books yeah yeah I think so I did really like what I read this year I think it was pretty solid like I think I had a lot of good books and I also had a lot of very medium books if that makes sense but I did have a good time with it so I think that like I I enjoyed what I read certainly yeah yeah my highest rated not by me but by Goodreads um, <laughs> was, to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify although honestly it was a really good book I think I gave it four and a half stars or something like that I really enjoyed it um but yeah. Crooked Kingdom by Lee Bardugo is the second book in the Six of Crows duology and I actually reread it later in the year so it was a good book <laughs> um yeah. yeah definitely a solid book I kind of love the cover too because of the like the castle thing with the bird I don't know yeah that's something i like (laughs) yeah um but yeah the number of people Mm. the number of people that have been like hounding me to read six of those i mean you should it's i know good it's very good it is like fantasy which like i don't know that you'd love but it's like Mm -hmm. the magic is honestly sort of well i want to say it's not the most important part it is pretty significant in the story but it isn't like it isn't the whole story. There's a lot of okay. other things, it's like, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but okay. it's not that. So mm-hmm. there is magic, but it's not a big part. It's more like strategy and stuff. Okay, uh, so that's yeah. my stats from Goodreads for anyone who's <laughs> wondering. Okay. I can I can share mine. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so is, is still a lot of books, though. Yeah, for me, it's a lot. Like, last year, I did... I think it was 13, which is really embarrassing, but um, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. yeah. So for me, 45 is like really good. So I did 12,000 pages, which is pretty okay, I think. Yeah. Um, so my goal was 30 books, I think, but I did 45, which yeah very happy yeah um so my shortest book was okay so this was actually a short story by Sylvia Plath Mm. and it's Medi Ventura and the Ninth Kingdom and it was really good I think I gave it four stars it was very I mean it's Sylvia Plath so it was kind of depressing but it was also just like it was really pretty and I don't know it made me think a lot which yeah it has a really nice cover. Yeah, I really like the cover too. And okay, my longest book. This was like a history, like it's nonfiction. It's called India's Struggle for Independence by Bipin Chandra. Yeah. It was just about like, yeah, the independence movement in India. It's yeah. a thick book. That's a lot. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I have another book that I want to read that's like a thousand pages about like India's history after independence. Oh. So 2022, go. let's yeah. go. <laughs> a thousand page yeah. nonfiction is that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, not really looking forward to it. Um okay, yeah, my average book length was 277. That's not much shorter than mine was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yes, that's the length of book I want to read. 
Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's very, like, easy to read. Like, you can finish it quickly, but it's also not, like, there's nothing to it, you know? It's still, yeah. like, yeah. Um, my most popular was The Fellowship of the Day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I read the whole series, like, in the summer. Oh, nice. And, that, I guess that makes sense that the first book is more popular than the other ones. Yeah, I always, like, wonder about that. Like, do people just give up? I guess, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've it took me, like, 20 years to read it, so I get it. There is kind of, like, a lot. Especially the first book yeah. where there's just, like, a lot of walking. I mean, there's a lot of walking <laughs> yeah. for the whole series. It is. <laughs> I was, like, I, I watched the movies, like, a bunch of times so I was like okay let's go the books are gonna be fun it's gonna be easy and then they were just walking and walking and then they got to like um Tom Bombadil and I was like what is happening (laughs) it's just cuz I guess (laughs) yeah okay and my least popular was other Rashas so I actually read this for one of my classes and it's like a graphic novel that talks about like I don't know if it's a graphic novel it's just like artwork with text but it's not it's a graphic really... novel. I read one yeah. that was like called a graphic novel memoir, but it was nonfiction, but they called it a novel. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this was about um, basically just like marginalized groups in Russia. And so it was about like LGBTQ plus like Russians. And it was about um, like prostitutes and kids in like juvenile detention centers. And it was also kind of about like um, the protest movements that happened when like Putin's presidency was like basically contested because he rigged the election, stuff like that. But it was so it was really interesting. Yeah, and now I kind of want to read that. That sounds really good. You should. I have the ebook. I can like give it okay, to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm like <laughs> about that. <laughs> it was really good. Um, okay, so my average rating was three point nine, which. I think it was a good year for me. I really liked like most of the books I did. That's good. That's always exciting when you have like a good selection. Yeah. Um, okay, so highest stated was the tone of the king. Four point six three. That's pretty that's pretty high. Yeah. It's it's a good book. I think it was my favorite of the three, to be honest. I agree, I think. Like it's satisfying as an ending, I feel like maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I just love a good, like, happy ending. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so now, favorite books of the year. I have, I struggle with picking a favorite, (laughs) but I decided to just go to what my five stars were, and then figure out what my favorite of the five stars were, because I feel like that makes sense. Um, So I said my favorite was Crying in H Mart by Michelle Zahner which is a memoir um, that I listened to in July um, and I adored it. Yeah, I just, everything about it was really good. Her writing's gorgeous. The storyline was like heartbreaking, but also just like made me think a lot, made me emotional. Um, and yeah. yeah, and then I started listening to her music and I love her music now. Um, Japanese Breakfast is like one of my top on my Spotify rap this year. <laughs> um, so yes, that. everything about it made yeah. me happy. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna do just like read a quote from it. Um, I have it on my phone because I listened to the audiobook. So <laughs> I, <found that. laughs> um, I remember these things clearly because that was how my mother loved you, not through white lies and constant verbal affirmation, but in subtle observant observations of what bring what brought you joy pocked it away to make you feel comforted and cared for without even realizing it which I just thought was really pretty so I thought I'd share that but yes so that was my favorite book of the year everyone should read it highly recommend (laughs) um my other two favorites because I felt like I should sort of pick three because that's a nice number and I had three that I really liked the other two are very different um and not necessarily like I don't know how to describe it basically my other favorite was that I already mentioned was Felon um by uh, Reginald Dwayne Betts which is a really short poetry collection um about race and incarceration and life after incarceration and Mm -hmm. um 
family and relationships and it was just like it was really good um also highly recommend that and then my other one <laughs> this is a complete flip is the boy the mole the fox and the horse by charlie mackesy um which is basically like a graphic novel slash kids book um which is just like all about friendship and like it's just so wholesome and it's about <laughs> love and family and found family and I just adored it basically um it's very very short it took me like maybe an hour to read probably much less actually I think I read it twice when I first read it <laughs> just that, like, <laughs> and that took me an hour so it's like half an hour long read highly recommend it is written in cursive yeah. which is somewhat difficult to read because oh. I recommended it to some people and like how am I supposed to read this but gorgeous the artwork is so pretty I have like took pictures of the book on now I have it on like my home screen on my phone and stuff oh that's so, so nice <laughs> um yeah it's just gorgeous and they just it's just a story about these animals that find each other and become friends and like up and it's just it's the best basically um yeah this is the best (laughs) I found I think I got that recommendation off of somebody else's like booktube channel and I was like okay and then I fell in love yeah (laughs) but yeah that's those are my top three of the year how about you um okay so my top book of the year is probably to the lighthouse by Virginia Woolf I finished it like last week all right (laughs) yeah it might just be like that it's the one that I remember the best which is why yeah but it's also really good um when I first started reading it I was like what is happening because the sentences were like half a page long each and I was just (laughs) like what is going on but you get into it like pretty quickly and the writing is just really beautiful and it's just very like I don't know she takes these scenarios that like you experience and then kind of like writes about it in a way you never thought about and it's just really like amazing like I just loved it um yeah so it's basically about like this family that's in the beach house and one of the kids wants to go to like a lighthouse that's like across the sea and it's just kind of following like the family and their dynamics and stuff and um when is it like when is it set uh I think it was written in like the late 19th century or like the early 20th century okay oh no wait it was written in like 1936 okay kind of early-ish 20th century yeah it's like right before the war or like around the war time yeah nice yeah it was really good so I can like read an excerpt yeah Um, yeah so I got it from the library so I have like oh nice (laughs) um Okay. With some irony in her interrogation, for when one walk at all, one's relations changed. She looked at the steady light, the pitiless, the remorseless, which was so much her, yet so little her, which had her at its beck and call. But for all that she thought, watching it with fascination, hypnotized, as if it was choking with its silver fingers, some sealed vessel in her brain, whose bursting would flood her with delight, she had known happiness, exquisite intense happiness yeah (laughs) that's like imagery and like the like the wording is just really pretty I think yeah I'm like not good at reading (laughs) every time I try to read aloud I'm like always get embarrassed I always like clear my throat um yeah my other favorites so one was probably story of a brief marriage Mm. by Anuk Arudpragasam. Mm-hmm. So he's Sri Lankan and he's like Sri Lankan Tamilian. And it's basically about like the civil war that happened in Sri Lanka in the 1990s, I think. And it's, um, it takes place in like, the stories takes place over like a couple of days. And it's basically about this person who uh, is set to be married to this stranger that he's never met. And the the daughter's father just wants her to get married to a stranger so she has some security against like being uh, recruited by like the guerrilla war troops and stuff and it was honestly it was so good it was really pretty and okay so it was very graphic some Mm. parts of it um so like they would describe someone like taking a shower or like going to the bathroom for like 
10 pages and it just got me like that way yeah yeah but it was also like I don't know it's a lot about like the human condition I think and you just kind of start to think about like what's important in life and yeah that sounds really good I just love when there's like some sort of like description that makes you really think or like when it just describes humanity so well that you're like wow now I like that's gorgeous even though it really isn't but like it feels yeah exactly yeah that's kind of to the lighthouse too (laughs) like yeah yeah that's cool yeah and um my third is probably Master and Margarita by Mikhail Bulgakov. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Yeah, um, it's set in Russia. It's about, uh, so the base, basic premise is that like the devil visits Moscow and he starts like stirring up all this trouble and people are just kind of like, what is happening? It, it was really cute. It was very like surreal and it's fun. It's a good time. Cool. I've been meaning to read that one, so maybe I'll get around to it at some point. For sure. Um, so I think probably I'm trying to think what I'm gonna say for my least favorite, but I am pretty sure that I'm going to pick um what's it called? Uh A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Mass. Which I think I'll probably get some <laughs> hate for because it's <laughs> really, really popular on the internet um but to sort of like preface I've always loved Sarah J Mass um I was like obsessed with the Throne of Glass series got very into this other series also um (laughs) I hadn't picked up any of her books in probably well actually that's not true she started a new series um the House of something I don't remember it's a big red book Crescent City that's what the series is called (laughs) um I started that also this year but I hadn't picked up anything from the series in a long time so I read this book after saying I wasn't going to read it for a long time and I was like you know what I'm in the mood I'm going to read it and then it made me so angry um and I just really didn't like it the whole thing so basically to give you a little bit of background the story is follows for the first several books follows this girl, Feyre, um, and she has two sisters and she like travels to this, um, like she's a human and she travels to the Fey world. She ends up becoming Fey. That's not too much of a spoiler. It's a little bit of a spoiler, but I think okay. most people know that. Um, <laughs> and then, so that like goes on. She has like love interests. They have plot, there's war, etc. This book mm-hmm. follows her sister who now also lives in the Fey world, which isn't giving much away. Um, but it follows her sister and like like her sister's been she's really angry basically at her family and her family's like Mm -hmm. okay so you have to like stop being drunk all the time like you have to re-enter society Uh, (laughs) like she's just like she has like a lot of mental health issues she's always drinking Uh she's like wasting money she has she has a lot of problems and so like okay we need to help you um and the way they do it I don't love like it's very abrupt and I didn't I didn't love that um and it sort of demonizes the characters that you've come to love but then this is a spoiler so for anybody who doesn't want the spoiler skip away (laughs) basically she um Feyre who's like the main character from the rest of the books gets pregnant now mind you this is a why basically fantasy that Um. um so it's one of those where the love interest is like millions of years old and the girl is like oh no no yeah. she gets pregnant and her partner nice. is 500 years old <laughs> we just we just move past that like okay um but no one tells her that her pregnancy is probably going to lead to her death they're just like oh <laughs> that's not information that she needs because I guess we'll work that out but she doesn't Yikes. need to know that. And so she doesn't understand for like a good chunk of the book that her pregnancy is probably going to kill her for whatever magical reasons they have. And no one no one tells her. Like all these people, she's like, I trust them with my life. Like I would always like, I love them so much. And they're just not telling her. And oh, her sister yeah, finally it's... finds out and her sister like yells it at her in a fight, which 
like people are like on the internet some people demonize mm-hmm. her for that like demonize the sister for telling Feyre that she, her pregnancy is gonna kill her like, <laughs> excuse me um it's just like a basic night I feel right? like you should know that yeah uh, yeah even her doctor like her doctor just like doesn't tell her and just because her oh partner God. like the Feyre's partner is like no she shouldn't know that and her the oh doctor's just like oh okay sure that's fine and normal yikes it made me so upset in the end she does <laughs> and like they use some magic uh-huh. to make her live and it's fine but I'm like no <laughs> there was like a redeeming the redeeming part of this book was the there's like a really good friendship group with um the sister the main character of this book Nesta and then these two other um women who she becomes like besties with and they have an adorable relationship and I love it but the rest of the book no (laughs) Um, so yeah that's my rant that's my least favorite book of the year I actually did give it it's not even a bad rating I gave it a (laughs) 2.75 Um, which for me is very low, but I recognize that that's not very low. (laughs) There you have it. Was it like the last book of the series or is there going to be more? I don't know. I think there's probably more because I think they're probably going to do one with the other sister next because Mm -hmm. there's like three siblings and the first sister had like a whole series and then like the sister had one book. So I'm guessing the other sister is going to get a book. Um, There's also like a lot of unanswered questions that I have about some of the characters. Um, yeah. yeah. So hopefully there's another, but also I'm not <laughs> sure I want to read it because that made me angry. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like a Bella from Twilight, but they yeah, didn't even let exactly. her know that she's gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Um, how about you? What was your <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I think my least favorite was probably, okay, I think my least favorite was probably Aphorisms on Love and Hate by Nietzsche, mm-hmm. Nietzsche, I don't know how to say his name, Dude, but, I don't know, Nietzsche, yeah, that sounds right, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the German philosopher, and I don't know, like, I read, um, a ge- on the genealogy of models in high school, and it was, I mean, the principles were messed up. Like, what he was saying was really messed up. But I could see, like, the logic, like, how one thing led to another. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. If you start at his starting point, you would reach his ending point, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But this book was just kind of, like, him. It was like reading someone's tweets, and the person is just completely unhinged <laughs> and has, like, no concept of life. <laughs> um, yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, we were supposed to buddy read that, and then I just, like, dropped the ball, so. <laughs> Whoops. No, honestly, like, you made the night call. That book was a bit whack. Yeah. Um, I was reading, like, the reviews, and a lot of people say it's just, like, the edition, because it's, mm-hmm. like, one of those, like, penguin bite-sized, like, it's really thin, mm-hmm. so I think they might have, like, edited out a lot of, like, what he said. Uh, yeah. Interesting. But, yeah. I found it kind of stupid though. He was yeah. saying like, he was saying like it's selfish to demand love or like, I don't know. He was saying that like the only reason that people are kind is out of pity, and I was like, so <laughs> no, That's weird. That's kind of disturbing. Yeah. I yeah. we had this. We weren't. We didn't actually study him. We were discussing him in one of my sociology classes this past semester, um, mm-hmm. which made me kind of want to read it just to be like, so what is what is his deal? But when we were talking yeah. about him, he didn't he didn't seem like a good guy um, necessarily. Yeah. Like his ideas were sort of all over the place. I just shot my mm-hmm. elastic band. I don't know if you saw <laughs> fly away, but I was just like playing with it in my hand, and it just like shot up. So. <laughs> oh That's nice. <laughs> um yeah yeah <laughs> cool okay should we just pick like a random book like should we pick random books from each other or we pick like how do we want to do that yeah you could like scroll and I could be like stop I want to know okay. okay let's do that that sounds fun <laughs> <laughs> so because we did goodreads last round I'll do story graph for this round and we can just go through my 
books from the year. So this is, I guess, in order of when I read them. Mm-hmm. I just read Death on the Nile last night. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So we have Death on the Nile. I'll just scroll oh. slowly and then you could just like. Okay. How is Death on the Nile? Oh, just like the first good. book. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was good. I gave it four stars. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really like, it. I love, I love Agatha Christie. I really got yeah. into Agatha Christie this year, um, which I guess is like a fun fact about my 2021, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I read a lot of Agatha Christie and I really enjoyed it. I think that's on the Nile is good. I mean, it has the same problems that most of her books do of being sexist and racist. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it though. I thought that the plot was pretty good I of course didn't know who it was but I enjoyed it it was good um yeah it was sort of interesting um because it was set on the Nile um and the characters were all rich white people um from Europe and a couple of people from America um and so I thought the setting of being like and it's in the early 1900s so like in the setting of like colonialism and all of this and there's like scenes where they are interacting with locals but the and it's not like the way they that Agatha Christie portrays that is um weird to me because obviously she's not going to go into colonialism in her book because that's not what she does but I was sort of surprised that she didn't say more um there's also a character in the book who's like a socialist or like a communist I guess they don't really specify which he is but he's like very he's portrayed as a very violent figure um which I thought was like (laughs) odd because I was I mean it's not odd it's the early 1900s but like (laughs) it was it was just sort of like okay that's that's interesting and he wasn't like an evil person but he wasn't he wasn't a sympathetic character Mm. um so that was interesting uh yeah very capitalist it was a very capitalist book I guess was but it was it's an Agatha Christie so I enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah That's, what's thirst this one thirst is poems um by Mary Oliver um she wrote this collection um right after her partner died so she and her partner had been together for like 40 years or over 40 years or something um living in Massachusetts actually and um so this book is like her reflections on her grief and like she like her ideas about religion sort of have changed um I think with her partner's death and so there's like some bits of that um and then it's Mary Oliver so she talks about the woods and her dog and (laughs) Um, yeah oh that's nice it was nice yeah. Um, it's a very random collection of books that I've read. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what's if cats disappeared from the world? Okay, so this one was completely <laughs> random. Um, I read it. Yeah. I think I read it like right before finals. Um, mm-hmm. basically, it's this guy um who finds out that he's gonna die. And then basically the devil is set, like shows up and is like, if you make something disappear from the world for a day, you like, like if you make something disappear for the, from the world, you get to live another day. Um, Cause otherwise you're going to like die tomorrow. And so he's like, okay, what am I going to give up? And so over the course of the story, he gives up different things on each day. Um, and when I first picked it up, I thought it was going to be like a much longer stretch of time. I thought it was going to be like paper clips or something like that. And like, yeah it would go like he'd be able to live a lot longer um but they (laughs) pretty significant things um that he like were really important to people and um on it was like the fifth day or something it was cats and he's like what I decided can I get rid of cats um and yeah so it was it was interesting I felt like it wasn't as deep as I wanted it to be like I wanted it to be much more thoughtful and like thought-provoking and stuff um yeah. and I think it maybe it would be for some people um 
not to sound like pretentious, but like <laughs> I didn't I didn't find it to be that thought provoking, but I think maybe for some people yeah. it might be. Um just in like how you think about That's things. Yeah. Um the cat cover's cute though. It is. <laughs> Um, kind of have an issue with this man getting rid of cats so soon though. i know well, i'll give you a spoiler he didn't get rid of the cats but oh yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> although he did get rid of movies and movies were like his favorite thing like he was a film buff and i was like that's yeah that's a lot especially because like it wasn't just getting getting rid of it for himself like nobody could watch movies anymore and i was like that's mm. kind of crazy um did it have to be people. like did it have to be like things or could it be like ideas like could he get rid of like hate Ooh, or, like that's interesting i was when i first read it i was like why can't he, why didn't he just like get rid of like trash <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. but they did have at the beginning there was a rule like you couldn't get rid of like negative things um oh, but okay. it was uh yeah they so that was the rule but i don't think they could get a rid, rid of like abstract concepts or anything mm. it was like items or um like things you interact with but it was pretty general okay. it was like movies and like phones like it wasn't like <laughs> this type of phone it wasn't like we get rid of <laughs> iphones or something. it was like all phones yeah. are gone um oh yikes yeah yeah and that was sort of the other thing about it is i think it was not um it was less int- it was less interesting than i thought it would be because it was so generalized like it was just like we're gonna get rid of phones and then we're not gonna yeah. talk about it that's just gone yeah. like we're not gonna talk about anybody <laughs> else's response to that just his own personal response so it was very like focused on him which was sort of interesting yeah um but yeah mm. oh you spoke about the women's education yeah yeah these are the ones that I read while I was at school. I didn't read as many at school, but yeah, yeah. This is the first. Felon was the first one that I read at school. So, mm-hmm. evicted was over the summer. Oh, you're talking to me about the live city book. Yeah, I think yeah, I told you about that. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that some people will think it's really boring, which I get. Like, <laughs> it's kind of boring. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It basically talks about like the history of libraries in general um but then has like a specific focus on the LA library system um and the LA library fire which happened I don't actually remember when it happened it was in like mid to late 20th century so recent for people who are older than us I guess (laughs) (laughs) Um, it was interesting um definitely recommend that one yeah Mm -hmm. Oh, I read Martha Wells's Murderbot Diaries. It was hilarious. Highly recommend. All the books are like super, super short, um, except for the Network Effect, which is like a normal length book. But the others are all like novellas. But it's such a good time. Highly recommend. Hilarious. It's all about like this, um, like cyborg type. Um, they have a different word for it, but like it's somebody who's basically a robot but has like a human conscious, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. but is built for murder but isn't a murderer Mm -hmm. like they don't want to be a murderer so they decided to stop murdering people yeah that's so cute yeah it's kind of great it's a good time (laughs) (laughs) um yeah um oh what I feel like I thought of this this is how you lose the time war it's really good um it was very confusing um that's one of those books where I'm like am I smart enough for this um (laughs) but basically it's like told in letters um between these two people um who are fighting in this time war and basically they send each other letters back and forth in the form of like not paper letters like they're they're like they speak these fancy languages so they're like told (laughs) told in like the waves or whatever um yeah (laughs) but it's gorgeous and lovely um highly recommend it's very short um and really like an interesting take on storytelling I guess Mm. Um, yeah I enjoyed it I'm gonna gonna add that to my cookies (laughs) yeah I recommend it yeah um yeah more Agatha Christie (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, this is your Christy face. Yep. <laughs> All three of them right in a row. Um, oh my gosh, you read Howl's Moving Castle? I did. So I read Howl's Moving Castle when I was very young. Um, and I remember really enjoying it. I really liked uh, Diana Wayne Jones's other books as a kid. Um, and I can feel like Howl's Moving Castle was just one that I was like, eh, whatever. Um, yeah. But I see so much about it now, but I'm like, I re- like I should reread it. Um, and I did. It was really cute. It wasn't as cute as I wanted it to be, I guess, but it was pretty cute. Yeah. And I loved the, the way it was. I feel like they put a romance in where there didn't need to be a romance, which annoys me when that happens. <laughs> Um, but it wasn't like it wasn't much of it it was pretty short and it was cute it was cute I liked it yeah (laughs) yeah Um, it's like my favorite movie of all time oh really I haven't I feel like I watched the movie when I was a kid but I haven't rewatched it so maybe I'll do that over a break yeah I love it so much that's cute yeah I love I love Sophie's character just because yeah she's the best <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um these ones are sort of newer releases i had a new release phase <laughs> sure. um oh is this romance the authenticity it culture? looks like it, it was kind of romance it was like basically the story is that this person like right this old man um writes in a notebook like about himself Mm -hmm. um and then he leaves it for somebody else to find and write about themselves and then eventually all the people writing in this notebook like meet and it it becomes like this like friend group story and like all the people like it's it's cute basically they like find themselves and like get together and like make like a whole found family situation i'll show you the cover the cover that i have is like bright orange Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, I really love it. So yeah. I would recommend it. It was it was a good time. I enjoyed it. It's not really the type of book <laughs> I normally read, but it was cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. 10 arguments for deleting your social media accounts right now. <laughs> I heard about it on a podcast that I listened to, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like social media has a lot of issues. I'd I'd appreciate yeah. that. And I just like didn't think it was very good. Um, I feel like the like the arguments, the ten arguments were pretty obvious. Um, and I it didn't really convince me to delete them. I was like, yeah, I, I know yeah. I should, but I'm probably not gonna. And this doesn't yeah. <laughs> this doesn't convince me too. Um, it's like those boomers that are always like phones are bad. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like it was a little bit more nuanced, but it was not. It wasn't a lot more nuanced. Well, yeah. so I was like okay I'm I'm good I did listen yeah. to the audiobook version um mm-hmm. and it was really quick but yeah um this is the one that I read for short stories that I read for my um class oh her body and other bodies what's she came to slay this is like a Harriet Tubman book that I read that I feel like it was good but it was also pretty um like not not obvious but pretty like not in depth I guess it was like it was interesting um and I learned a lot more about Harriet Tubman than I had known before but I feel like there was yeah. more that I could have learned if the book had been longer sort of thing <laughs> it yeah. I read this series all back to back. Um, <laughs> the Queen I love series. It. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good time. I would recommend it for yeah. fantasy people. Um, oh, the Starless Sea. Yeah, I read that. Um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't like it as much as I liked the Night Circus, um, by the same mm-hmm. author. Um, but just because it was like more confusing, um, and less, I don't know. It was, it was different. It was very different from the Night Circus, I guess. Um, I did really enjoy it, though. I would definitely recommend it. It was really a very pretty book. Like, everything about it was very pretty. Yeah. Um, this oh, is a I've seen cover. this one. Afterlife by Julia Alvarez. 
I just love the cover. It's a really good book too, um, but the cover, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, on that shelf of contemporary novels that we have in our college, like that one. Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 yeah I would recommend it. It's like a story about um, four sisters um, from who like immigrated, I guess. And then they sort of separate and it's sort of their life. There's sort of their story. The main like mm-hmm. protagonist is a um, professor whose husband has just died. Um, and so mm-hmm. it's sort of her, like she's grieving. And then she also like is trying to care for her family um, and also for her neighbors. It's like, it's a good story. It has a lot of like interpersonal connection and it's, it's good. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I read this massive Eleanor Roosevelt biography. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> 720 pages. pages. <laughs> yep. So that was I good. I probably, I think someone gifted it to me. I probably wouldn't have read it otherwise, but it was good. It was mm-hmm. interesting. Agatha Christie again. This is my favorite. <laughs> oh, Definitely. that's, I've read that one, I think. That's the one yeah. with like the. They're on the island. Yeah. 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 I love that one. Yeah. Um, Here's the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god the cover that's adorable all the pictures are all the drawings are like that um, oh pretty it's so pretty yeah oh shadow lines by amitav ghosh yeah what did you think i liked it i like at first when i was reading it i was like no but again mm-hmm. like it had that very human look at people's lives um which i really yeah. liked I read it actually for class because we were, um, I had like a British colonialism class basically that I was taking. Um, and so we were talking about that sort of thing. We took, read this book as part of that. Um, and yeah, I thought it was really good. I don't know if I'd recommend it necessarily, but it was good. And I'm kind of intrigued to read something else by him now. Um, I tried reading the Calcutta Chrome song by him. Mm-hmm. And it's about like malaria and this person who like discovered the cure for malaria. Mm. And I don't know if it's because it's like about science or like scientific history. It's just it didn't like excite me. Like I was oh. like, okay, I don't really care. That's rough. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I he's written a ton of stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This oh, is the other you know, yeah this is the other book that i read for that um for that mm. class which um, a lot of the other people in the class had read uh, other books by him for in high school and i'd never read anything yeah. by him um but i did really like that book it was good he's kenyan right i think he's i want to say nigerian oh okay um, maybe we'll say in the description yeah, Nigeria. Yeah, Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was um part of the colonialism class, so it was dark. Um, but yeah, yeah. it was good. <laughs> um, I read the Poppy War. I meant to read the rest of the Poppy War series this year, and I never did. It was good, but <laughs> just like parts of it were really, really dark. Um, so mm-hmm. anybody who's going into that, be aware of that. But it is also really good. Um. Yeah. Also love the Stacey Abrams book. I really want to read her other book. Um, my Tiny House Obsession. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like upset. I, I was watching those videos on YouTube. like All through nonstop. like last winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely very good. Um, yeah. I don't know why this is the version of this book that popped up, but <laughs> oh well. Uh, yeah, and then Lies of Lacamoire was the first book that I read this year. So that's it. Very cool. Is yeah. it like part of a series? Yeah, I never finished the series. <laughs> the first book. I did really like yeah. the first book. Um, also like very like grim, dark fantasy vibes. Um, a lot like Six of Crows, but for adults really. Um, where Six of Crows mm-hmm. is like a young adult book, but yeah, very good. And that's, that's it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed all of them. They seem like really interesting. Yeah, it was, it, was a, good year. it was a good year. I'm gonna go turn the light on because it's really dark, but <laughs> okay, that's not much better, but it's okay. 
<laughs> I think it's I think it's better. <laughs> okay. I can do mine, but I think I'm gonna do mine on courtiers because Storycraft doesn't have like all of them. Okay. <laughs> 45 can... of 30 books. Ooh, pretty covers. Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> so these are the books that I read this year. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I what about almond? Because I've been interested yeah. in that one. Um, it was really cute. It was about this um person who has I don't know how to say the name of the disorder, <laughs> but basically mm-hmm. like um part of his brain is underdeveloped, so he can't feel like emotions like oh. happiness or fear or love. Like not love, but he doesn't really understand like these concepts that people like talk about in daily life and it's just kind of about like he goes through like this really traumatic event and um it's just kind of like about him making friends and like learning how to like feel these emotions it was really cute but it was also kind of like too cute like everything was just too perfect do you know what I mean yeah I do know what you mean yeah nice oh what about um ace of spades Uh, ace of spades it's so good (laughs) it's um basically about this private school and these two black students that go to it and it's kind of like it's kind of like gossip girl like there's these blasts that are sent out by this anonymous account called the ace of spades and they start like targeting these two students and they just kind of like team up to find out who is like sending these blasts because they start getting like really personal <laughs> oh interesting yeah. that's cool I kind of yeah. want to read it you should it's really good okay. I think I did it in like a day during finals because I could not put it down <laughs> yeah Ooh, what's small country oh okay um I did this for one of my classes but it's basically a book by this um he's French but his mom is he's Okay, so his mom is Rwandan and his dad is French and okay. he was raised in Burundi. Mm-hmm. But basically it's just kind of like about the Rwandan genocide and how this um how it affected Burundi and this person. He's like 12, I think, in the book, okay. but it's just kind of like told from his perspective. So you kind of like see him. He's very like privileged in uh during the war. Like he lives in a really rich neighborhood and he's not really affected by it but you can also kind of see like how it's changing the people around him I thought it was really good nice that's cool yeah <laughs> the <comments>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I read all of these during Thanksgiving I was thinking oh, like right. yeah. oh crap can you throw I forgot that we read that together I don't know why I forgot that but oh yeah we did <laughs> yeah <laughs> It was a good time. Ooh, what's Blood Wedding? Um, so it's a play and it's basically about like this family. Um, it's set in Spain, I think. Yeah, mm. it's set in Spain. And it's about like this family whose son is in love with someone else, even though he's supposed to marry someone else. Or like it might be the daughter, yeah. Sorry, okay. I like don't it's like a family drama, basically. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's really short, but it was interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. I love that you read Look Through the Looking Glass. I've never read that. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. It's really cute. Ooh, um, what was Radio Silence like? I've been meaning to read one of her books and I haven't. Yeah, it's it's really good. It was about um this like friendship between these two characters and they're both like introverts and just like socially anxious it's like that's me (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's like a YA novel but instead of like focusing on like a romantic like relationship it focuses on a friendship oh I love that that's so nice I I love when I see that and I don't see it very often yeah yeah and Radio Silence is just like this um, web series that one of the characters is like running throughout the book. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Yeah. Highly recommend Alice Osman. She's really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, because she wrote Loveless too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought that this year too. <laughs> like, okay, sure. Yeah. There's your big nonfiction um, book. I know. <laughs> it took me, okay, I added it on the 28th, but I think it took me like six months to read it. <laughs> it took so long. Oh, what's the 100 year old man who climbed out of the window and disappeared? <laughs> so, um, it's like, I think it's a comedy. It's it's about this, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's about a hundred-year-old man who climbed out of the window of his nursing home. And um, he goes on, like, this adventure, basically. It's set in the past and the present. So the present story is that he escapes his nursing home. But in the past, basically, he just kind of, his. it's kind of telling the story of his life. And he's been part of all these, like, huge events in the 20th century. Like, he had dinner with Stalin, and, like, he worked on the nuclear missile in the U.S. Like, it's just, It's yeah. just all over the place. Interesting. Yeah, ex- yeah. That's cool. It, it was, honestly, it was fun to read, but it was also kind of, like, really frustrating, because this man was, like, he met, like, Franco, like, gentle Franco, and, like, he met like I don't think he met Hitler but I'm pretty sure he was involved in like the um he was definitely involved in like the second world war he met like Mao's wife and it's just kind of like he has no political like beliefs so he's just completely apolitical and just going through life and like all this stuff is happening to him and it's like yeah and it's like okay how how has this man met literally every significant (laughs) figure of the 20th century and he has no opinions that's really funny that's definitely odd yeah it was it was fun though like if you're in the fun read about like a retelling of history i'd say go for that yeah okay that's cool Mm -hmm. Ooh, a selection of plays and poems oh yeah this was by Kalidasa, who's like a Sanskrit writer from like 1580 BC. Oh, wow. It's like really long ago. Yeah. Okay. And it's translated to English. And I think the play was Shakuntala. And it was like a couple of poems. And it was it was nice. The writing's really pretty. It's kind of misogynistic because it was written like really long ago. But um, yeah, yeah, it was interesting. That's cool. Um, you read Christmas Carol in June? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun holiday spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, honestly. I think I was just like going through my shelf and reading books that I haven't read, like that I've been meaning to read. And yeah, yeah, someone gave it to me for one of my birthdays in like fourth grade and I hadn't read it. So I was like, okay, nice. let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the invitation to a beheading? That's like, what a t- title. Yeah. <laughs> so it's um, basically, it's this book about this man who's sentenced to be beheaded. And we don't really know like what the what crime he committed. And like even once I finish the book, I'm not entirely sure. It's just kind of like that he's different, I think. Like is basically it. Um it was very surreal. It was like weird. It was um kind of similar to Master than Margarita, like just a bunch of really weird stuff kept happening. It kind of felt like reading a fever team. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it was. You gave it five stars. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll read that. I have way too many books on my list. I should stop saying that I'll read things. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. Um, Ooh, Mexican Gothic. I've been meaning to read that. What do you think of it? I loved it. It was. It was really good. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's very like. It's like a typical gothic novel, I think, like the premise and the setup and stuff. But it's also very political. Like it talks a lot about um, like eugenics and colonialization. Colonialism. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really loved it. it was, cool. Yeah. This looks like a good run. Mexican Gothic, Night Circus, Ace, Loveless, Like Water for Chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think I, yeah. 
the first few books I read was so good. Okay, yeah. I think, yeah, Like Water for Chocolate was the first book I read. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's, it. That's, a, that's a good year. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed all the books I read this year. Yeah, that's cool. All right, well, is that the end of our episode? I think so. Oh. Thank you, everyone, for chiming in, joining us. Um, hopefully, this finds you well in the new year, and yeah. we have a new episode coming out soon. So, thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>